Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good morning, this is Victoria. And hi, good morning, this is Josephine. So today we're actually sending from the kitchen of our country home in Sweden. We are indeed, and we are sitting here with our wonderful mother, Katarina Roos. Hi! Hi! <laughs> hi! I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're very happy to have you here as well. And we've spoken before about feminism, the history and the way forward. And today, really, today's topic is about women in power, women's presence in the boardroom, why it matters and how to get there. And then we're super happy to have Mom here. This is a long coming episode that we've been talking on for quite, mm-hmm. a, quite a while that we wanted to have. And we were just sitting and prepping a little bit for this conversation. And I had no idea that you had been on so many boards as the long list that you were reading up for us. So this is really a... A uh, gold mine to to dig into, but a few of them includes the Swedish Chamber of Commerce and uh, OPC, the Organization of European Cities, where I've been tagging along with you when I was younger, traveling to Russia and Moscow with you when you were president for this organization, among other places, and uh, young entrepreneurs worldwide. So these are a few of them. Yeah, it is. It's been such a wonderful experience and also quite a long way to get there. So I'm happy if you have some questions about it. I'd love to tell you. <laughs> we have plenty of questions, but we, we were thinking before we, we get into it, let's just sort of get a picture of what it looks like today. So we've checked out a little bit of statistics and we've spoken about this in some of our previous podcasts as well. But Today, if we look, for example, in the U.S., about 22% of Fortune 500 companies in the U.S. have are women in their boards. And yeah, and and we're in 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 U.S. It's actually a lot worse if you look the the bigger statistics. Yeah. So that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But they're actually working now and have a campaign on getting a general average of 20%. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, well, in Sweden, we're doing pretty okay on our listed companies, where we have about 36% of the board members females. 
And in the European Union, we have about 26%. That's the average, not mm-hmm. about, that's the average. Mm-hmm. And actually, guess which country is on top of the list of who has the highest number? Any guesses? Yeah, what about France? Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> très bien. <laughs> oui, voilà. Yeah, which I, well done. Très bien, France. That's very good. On 46%. Yeah. Yeah. So they're almost there. And Norway is coming up as well. And we'll talk about that in a moment because mm-hmm. they've, they've made some legal actions to make that happen. But mom, so that's where it is right now. How, how did it used to be if you think about when your career started? Yeah, it was uh, different, of course. So it's been built up during the years to get more and more. But when I started, it was with my own company together with your dad when we started the hotel. We had a board from start with mm-hmm. an extended chairman and so on. But my first commitment was in LC, Lady Circle. And I was the chairman of the board of the Lady Circle in in this part of Stockholm where uh-huh. we lived. Uh-huh. And I said it was a very good training opportunity to mm. be a chairman because that takes some time to get it all through. Yeah. So that was all female, I guess. They were all female, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, the guys had the round table and that was that one was the girls in the lady circles. Yeah. That was the first one. So that was a great sort of yeah. training ground, I yeah. guess, to learn about it. But if you think about gender equality, at, you know, in the 70s when, when you started to work, I mean, what did it look like then? Well, I think it was very quite equal in the 70s, actually, because, you know, we um, all were fighting for the rights of the man and woman as well. So I think everyone was a bit open for it. But I think it comes more when you started a company, when you see all these entrepreneurships, then you really realize what the board, what it means for you and your company to have it. That I can highly recommend. So actually, that that's a really good question. I mean, for some of our listeners might be super aware, but why is it so important to actually have a board? It is because when you're working in your own company, you see what you like to see and perhaps you don't have so many people to discuss it with. You have to have someone telling you, well, can you do like this or do you do like that? And then you can have the discussion Mm. because if you're just one or two persons who know each other very well, you will probably have the same opinion because it's really a true thing that you pick people that thinks like you a bit looks like you and are like you. And with this, you got someone else with some other knowledges. That's Mm. very important. Yeah, I I fully agree with you. And as you know, I used to attend it actually, and I'm now a certified board room member. And I've I've done a course in the certification. And I mean, we are grown up with our family, being very entrepreneurial, owning our own companies. And we've always had a board. And I've just taken that for granted. But I now see that there are lots of organizations that don't really have it because it's not really a legal requirement until you have a certain number of employees and revenue. But so that's really nice. I think that's helped us a lot to always have that. So it's quite important. Yeah. But why? So if you are, say, in your mid-career or even starting your career, why should you be joining a board? For a lot of reasons. Let me put it like that, because you can be two ways to be in a board. 
because you can have all these associations that take care of your interest. For instance, uh, Swedish Hotel Association, where you can take care of the members and their interests to develop the business. That is one thing. You can also be a kind of advisory board where you can give your support and discuss questions with Mm -hmm. them who Mm -hmm. wants to hear more. And you have, of course, the common gender and the housing societies. The other way is, of course, the entrepreneurship, the companies, and also, to the end, the listed companies. That Well, I'm not in a listed company like that. But this is the two ways to go along. And why should you be in them? Yeah, you must be there, I think, just to get used to being a board because it's quite... um, It really takes a lot from you. I mean, if you are in an official board, then you have to do a lot of things. You have a lot lot of obligations. You have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. You have to follow rules. And you can also be, no, another word, go to prison for it. I mean, if if it's not right. So for sure. So you must really be aware of what you are doing. But then I find out that the, the common associations... There you can really go on and put really important questions. Yeah. Like, for instance, in the Stockholm Chamber of Commerce, we deal a lot of how to make good roads, uh, aircraft, the airports, mm. and how you do with everything that a big city needs. And then you can feel that, oh, I have an influence. I can give my opinion and I can work with that and we can all do it much better. So it's really like an ideal way of actually influence and things that you think yes. are important. But I, I, yeah, I, I agree. And But if you were now to look back at all the different appointments that you've had throughout all these years, and I remember you going off to your important board meetings, uh, what have been your most important learning points? What have you learned from this, you personally? I have learned uh, to trust myself, to know that I can give, to know that I can uh, make a difference. Mm. That's a very good thing. I can also see that I learn a lot of others, what they are thinking. I like really the good arguments in a board because everyone, if you're on a board, you have to see to the company's best. It's not your own interest, but the company should be better and then make it very, very interesting. What about the different positions in the board? Does it matter to be the chairman of the board? You have been the chairman a number of times. Yes. I must say, I love to be a chairman. <laughs> <laughs> Or chairwoman. Yeah. 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 Chairperson. <laughs> the I, I also, of course, uh, fighted for it. But I mean, you must know one thing. No one just picks you up because you are a wonderful You I think that's such to. a good point. I love that you say that. Because people always say it's down to luck or this person was so lucky that got it. It doesn't happen. You have to work yeah. for yeah. it, right? You must, of course, have a good reputation. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I mean, reputation in that what you're doing is right and that you have good opinions and that you like to work. But I mean, as I said, uh, the best thing with the board is that there are so many different opinions and different people that makes the board being the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like the chairman's role, but of course you must start somewhere. You just 
don't walk in like a chairman normally. No. You have to be a member of the board and you have to go through all the things and, you know, work. It takes some time. You have to prepare yourself very well. You have the papers, you know, in due time. And then you have to know what you're talking about. And if you don't know, you should please be quiet because it's very important that you said things that are necessary and right. Yeah. But so talking about that and being the chairman and, and getting that position, how did you manage to get that quite was a really prestigious role of the chairman of OPC? I believe it's not right now that big, but at that time it was quite big with all the European capitals and... How did you land that role? And we have to say chairperson. <laughs> yes, yes, we have to. Yes, 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 just stuck to that. Yeah, because OPC, it was in the um, beginning of 2000. And uh, I was elected from the Swedish uh, entrepreneur enterprise companies to mm-hmm. be their representative there. So I was in like a member. And I noticed it was about 20 persons and there were two women. And then I said, well, this time I shall be a little bit reluctant. I will stay and see how they do, because I've been to a lot of boards before, but I thought this was so international and so very important questions. You wanted to take a seat yeah. back. So I, yeah, so I didn't just stand up and said what I thought by the first board meeting. Yeah. I was a little more listening how they announced themselves or their questions or how they spoke. Mm-hmm. And when you say they, it's the representatives that were elected from their European capitals. And they were, would I say the middle age was about 65 and a man? Yeah. Yeah. So something like that. And you were? I were about uh, 50 and a woman. Yeah. 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 No, so I, I trained actually... When I wanted to say something, which I did very, very soon. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't so quiet. <laughs> you didn't take such... the back seat for such a long no, time. No, no. <laughs> but enough, I think. Yeah. I said, oh, yes, Mr. Robin Edifu, I'd really like what you're saying. But do you think we can do it like this? So it's a little, little tip. Use the name of the speech here mm-hmm. before, because then you get them to listen, because they are mentioned ah very good mm-hmm. so i and you can also refer a little further back someone else said yes mr ambler <laughs> you know you how you said and i think your suggestion is very good something like that mm-hmm. and then i said what i wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> but then i made them to listen mm-hmm. yeah and i try very much not to be you know when you really run for something you can be a bit aggressive i didn't was like that i was quite nice and mm-hmm. you know like that. Yeah. But then I was a member for some years and then we have president seats for two years. So when I've been there for four years, I thought it was perhaps my time. Yeah. So I went up a little bit, you know, small talks. Yeah. Design. <laughs> hi. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think? I'm really interested in our work and what do you think? And so on. So when we come to do the proposal, I had at least uh, 50 Five, sixty. No, I have them all actually. But yeah. to support you knew me, you had the support. Yeah. Um, but I went up to them and said, "What do you think?" So I asked their meaning and questions, and mm-hmm. so that was a way that I normally does not do. I know it's very good to do it because then you always yeah. get what you want. But it was a way actually. I learned how to make be my a politician. Voice. Yes, I know. No, 
But a little bit, no? But uh, so uh, when you uh, took uh, OPC with Storm, there was there was a lot of trips and you were telling us, or you started to tell about the story. Yeah, because we had one annual um, meeting when we had our wives and husbands with us, partners. Mm-hmm. And for this special time, it was in Madrid. And uh, my husband was, of course, with me. And, you know, there were some, some of us were going up to have... Um, our board meeting and the other ones were taking for nice excursions and they stand buses outside the house where we had the lunch. And, you know, when we went out, the guides just run to take me into the, the partner guides. bus. Yes, yes. Yeah, the yeah, tour guides yes. <laughs> into the partner buses. And, I said, <laughs> and my husband, Klaus, he loved that because he just smiled and followed me and said, no, I am the partner. <laughs> and guess how happy all the women were in the bus that had him with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what so, did the guide say when he discovered that you were actually... A long nose. Yeah. Oh, isn't that too funny? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's really a very funny thing. Uh, yeah, so that is one thing that happened. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good. I I think it's so interesting to see the paradigms that people hold of, and that's what needs to be changed. Actually, yeah, it makes me think now. I got quite sentimental this summer when it was the soccer world championship for mm-hmm. and the female athletes, mm-hmm. and I remember must have been in the eighties when I was a child and playing soccer, and you would see the females and it was so different you know they would not play on grass even and it wasn't really anything on tv it was more like a special thing and now watching them on this huge stadium in france and seeing these audiences and all them like you know that really got me quite sentimental and then i read that the women that are today on that level they have not had at all this like the same resources as the men yeah. who train for the you know or on the same level but actually in many countries today when you look at like the 10 to 14 year old girls that are playing soccer on a high level they have the similar uh, resources, resources yeah. as the boys and imagine now what's going to happen yeah. when they see these women up there, you know, being cheered for and everything, it's quite of a difference than the 14-year-old in the 80s that saw them playing in the mud, you know. So it's such a cool thing and it's so important. Mm -hmm. I hope that guide went home and thought, oh, actually, (laughs) there could be women in... That actually makes me remember, I wrote in one of those books, like, what do you want to be when you're old Mm -hmm. uh, books? And I remember writing, I wanted to be a football player, but male. Oh, really? <laughs> because it yeah. would suck in that age to be like a female football star because you wouldn't obviously yeah. not be in a grand stadium and, or make any money. But now it's uh, hopefully changing. Yeah, or it is changing. And, and, and talking about that and talking about change. So the question is, I guess, and sometimes, mom, I think you're funny because you said, hey, we fought for this in the 70s and here you are all Swedish women like I need to pick up my child at three you know like work for it because (laughs) you have childcare and everything and I I guess the question is are we changing fast enough I mean Chapeau France 46% I thought that was pretty cool but the rest of the world seemed to have quite some you know is this going fast enough what do you think mom no it's not it's really not but I think, like you see, history it comes and goes things. So I will, 
I'm sure will take some time. We will have some backlashes again and we have some new uh, victories as well. But I think the main thing is to remember and to fight for it. Make it like you are a role model to do this, to be someone that uh, help others also to keep up. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So you have been actually working, you started a, a company called, or a board, Hitta Styrelse, yeah. Find a Board. Yes. So it would be lovely to hear about that and also how would that board, how is that thinking about including women in the board? Yeah, that's very interesting. I started it with two um, fellow guys and really had really good context, we thought, and really good knowledge about different boards. Mm-hmm. But it was quite difficult. We had a very nice... So what was the idea? Just The idea short... was to have um, computerized uh, people so we could match. Okay. A database. Yeah, kind a of database, that yes. Mm-hmm. So database where we picked in people. People could also send in their CVs mm-hmm. and so, and then we picked them. And then we also made for the real big um, roles, we could also have um, interviews and yeah. follow it up. But you can put yourself in this database mm-hmm. and then yeah. we find out. And then we had, of course, something that matters for especially that position. Mm. But we found one thing because our aim was to get a lot of medium-sized and small companies mm-hmm. to be there because we think they really need ones because the small companies normally don't have any board. Mm. Yeah. And we thought that would be a great idea for them. Yeah. But it was quite, some people are still very, very reluctant say, oh, well, I don't know if I will put someone in more to know about yeah, my company I, I've, I've or is that. this girl or this guy too clever? Yeah. So I don't think that had nothing to do if it was a male or a female. Mm-hmm. That was more that there still is uh, something that you don't really take if you're not that big that you had to have a board. You know, mom, I think you probably, the idea is great. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And it's probably... A little bit ahead of time. Yeah. It's yeah. just a matter of time yeah. for so we shouldn't talk. But <laughs> <laughs> we should, you know. But 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 really, it's so important. It makes me think. I just want to mention it because I think it's so cool. But 
all the things that you and dad have done that, you know, have really been seeing the future. Like you started an e-learning training yeah. in the 90s and it was, yeah. a, it was a little bit too early. But now today everyone is doing all these really cool e-learnings and you were a pioneer, really. Yeah, this was a very good idea, but as the technical things didn't work. I mean, it was technical fine e-learning program, yeah. but you know, the houses or the hotels, it was for the hotel business, actually, yeah. service program. They didn't have these connections or internet, so mm. it was colors or like a story, so they couldn't get it. So it was really yeah. very difficult to play it. Mm. By then, but now it's no problem. I mean, now you have it a lot. Yeah, exactly. But by that time, but I'm glad that, that I started it. That yeah, I it. think it's inspirational. <laughs> and also this Hitta um, Styrese is fine. So what I think actually is that um, most of you that have a small company or thinking of a creative one or found one, think of, other people's opinion can help you out. I think it's very, very important. Don't be afraid to let them know because you have so many things. They can't steal your business idea. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that you can ensure very lightly. So you can just have the good advices and someone to discuss with. So that's that's a great idea. And, and, and talking about that, so that's if you're an entrepreneur or having your own company right now, that would be good advice. But what would your advice be for anyone who would actually want to join a board? What should they do? How should they go about to actually get that up? Uh, and why should they do it? Yeah, I, as I said before about the two ways, mm -hmm. because if you're interested to have um, an input yes. influence, then you should start it. And you can start by organizations, something that you believe in, Uh, I mean, it could be for your, um, as I said, for your industry, hotel industry, or for taking care of kids or for young, the young entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You can start, you can be there. Something you feel passionate yeah. about. Yes, I would say, but because that makes you real. Mm -hmm. Then they see, yes, you really have this uh, passion. Yeah, yeah. passion and the things for it, engagement for it. And then, of course, you do better things. Yeah. But you also must remember that you have to follow the rules yeah. because some people coming into just associations or um, communities of interest always perhaps want just to do their line. You yeah. have to listen. You have to see mm -hmm. what shall we do, what is the best for this uh, communi yeah. community. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. But from that, if you go into that, Of course, people will see you, they will listen to you, and you will be trained by yourself to know exactly how you would like to say and what you like to do, and it opens a new word for you. Mm. So that is one way. Yeah. Uh, I can really recommend it. Mm -hmm. And it gives more, and as I said, like the Stockholm Chamber of Commerce, it gives you influence in very yeah. important things for you as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like that. And I mean, for the young uh, entrepreneurs, uh, young företagsamhet, mm -hmm. that's called in Sweden, you really can do a difference because seeing these young people starting their companies in the yeah. last year in school and how they develop, they don't have to be entrepreneurs, everyone, but you know, they learn for life how to be themselves, how to follow your idea. Mm -hmm. And that is the best thing. 
So, I mean, out of these organizations, you can get a lot to learn and also to give. Yeah. Mm. The other one's entrepreneurship is, of course, that you good contacts, be seen, let you be a person who come to different uh, networks, network. networks is very, very important. We haven't even said that, no, I think. No, no. Network. I'm surprised because you always talk about the importance <laughs> yes, of networking. Yes, I have a network of board women. Yes. yes. And we are starting now also for integration and we will have the one I haven't mentioned yet. Can I do it now? Yeah, the of course. Startups. That's the new thing. Startups for people who want to start companies, who want help, who want to have uh, advices and experience. That's a very good thing to be in. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure if you want to, if you find the ways that right for you, you should do it and you will see how much benefit you got of it for yourself. If you want to go to these uh, listed companies, because mm -hmm. I've not been there, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to be there, but that is where we want, that we are mean, you're mostly more seen because you are elected in such a big company. Mm -hmm. But that's more difficult. And we have found out in Sweden, there's a lot of discussions about it, that the men who still rules yeah. these big companies, they pick their owns. Yeah. If you go to the special schools of economics or yeah. institutes, they find their fellows. It's their the own boys club. club uh, a bit, but they also let women in. I can see that. They let women in, but you have to prove a little more. Mm. And also, you have to be a general manager. Yeah, yeah, CEO. Mm -hmm. A CEO. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they think it's so I heard I heard them talk and discuss. Yeah. That's why I yeah, <laughs> tell you this. Point. Yes, because they are very, very afraid of, of the company and reputation of the money because sitting in this company is all about power. Mm. Power of economics. Mm. So I think all women should fight for this power because don't say it's bad. You need power. Mm. And economics and being company like that gives you power. Yeah. But you have to have other people to support you there. Yeah. But as I said, just don't sit and wait for them to pick you up. You have yeah. to contact them, network with them, and show that you are someone really worth taking with. Yeah. And here we get to the conversation around quotas as well. So uh, in Norway where the, well, it was the first country, I don't know if, uh, which countries or if any countries have followed suit, but in 2006, they decided, in, according to law, that there had to be a 50-50 gender balance in their boards. And I remember at that time having a lot of conversations, and I think that you maybe have changed your perspective on, on whether quotas is a good thing or not on boards. I think, in a way, I think it's a good thing. I think it's the best thing because it took so long time. You asked me before. And that's why I, I went because yeah. I think in the beginning you did not agree. And no. now you do. Yeah. Right? That's, you should be able to yeah. change. But, and imagine it's like 2006 is 13 years ago. Yeah. And it still has. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, th yeah. I think it takes too long time. But I'm aware of one thing and we must understand that. Because uh, these companies, they are not owned by the state or the one who wants or the politicians who want to do this. They are owned by their owners. And if the owners, they can always say yes or no. They don't want to be have a law telling them how to run the company. No. I wouldn't like to have that in my company as well. So I do also understand that uh, they will say no. So perhaps there will be not so 
good anyway, even if I would love it. But it's more like people must, um, I mean, you must act, have a high um, education. If you really want this, you have to show yourself up and have high education. Yeah. But I, I think on that note, actually, something that I just read yesterday, to have high education and something you refer back to also have a bit of a confidence and feel mm. that to go up and just like, I can do this. Mm. And honestly, I think this is quite a big challenge. A lot of women don't do this enough. And I think it's a, a problem we have right now. We're not secure of that. And the article that I actually read was quite interesting. They did a math test for 40,000 students that were all 15 years old across Europe. I think it was across Europe only. And they had four mathematical problems. And they said, please, do you recognize these equations? Have you seen them before? Uh, you know, what's your experience with them? And what the students, the 40,000 students didn't know was that three of them were fake equations. They didn't exist. It was only one. So what they wanted to test was really like the honesty and integrity of the students mm. to say, do I recognize this or not? And how, how confident do I feel about these equations? And the interesting fact was that there was an overwhelming amount of the boys saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel I know these equations. And also on top of it, talking about the school that you go to when they're 15, also the ones that came from wealthier families, the boys from wealthier families said even more so that they like, yeah, yeah, I'm fully confident with these equations and out of three. It's like we talked about applications, right? Mm -hmm. Job applications, women apply if they fulfill all the criteria and men, you know, obviously, well, big drawn, but fulfill 50% only yeah. and still apply. Yeah. So, so I, I guess sort of taking from what you're saying, I think for sure, be part of that network, but don't be shy. Go out and, and think you can do it. And maybe you are not the perfect board member yet, but so will the guy next to you also not be, in a sense. Definitely. And also remember, women have to support women. That's how men do. They support themselves. And you have to support women yeah. close to you or who you know, because together you can do it. And... We have to have supporters, <laughs> and that's very, very important. So, as we said before, networking, supporters, and just I just uh, think of two other things I didn't mention when we're taking over the board or trying to be president. Two other very important thing is your body language mm. and your voice, because normally we women have a little lighter voice and mm -hmm. we don't really speak up in big. Uh, rooms, rooms yeah. and so on and then you have really to train to have a steady voice and you have to have a self-confident body language i love that you say to have a steady voice not necessarily that you have to change it to talk no. you know darker but just the confidence yeah. in the voice you have yeah because it's a good yeah. voice yeah yeah what a beautiful i would say almost coming to the conclusion right any parting words that you want to say, Mom, to everyone listening? Yeah, perhaps. Uh, I've said it before. I just want to say it's very important to be a woman in a board. So please fight for that and do that. And uh, encourage others, even if you don't get in, 
you have friends, you have people around you, support them. That will always help you also in the way. But we have to support each other because, you know, in the boardroom, that's where the economics and the powers comes from. And if you want to be a part of that, you can't just sit wait outside. You have to go in and have a challenge. Good luck. <laughs> I love that. We're all sitting here, you know, in, in the kitchen, really leaning into the microphone, loving this uh, conversation, all, all three of us. And I can really see in your eyes how passionate you are about this. And it's uh, incredibly inspiring. And I think what you just said now, the idea of also women making sure that if we are in a board, bring in other women into that board as well. Yeah, thank you so much, Mom, for participating. As you know, you are our greatest role model. Uh, really, you're like the mother of Ruth and Shine. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you. thank you for participating and always being so inspiring. And I'm happy that others now get to take part of your inspiration as well. Thank you. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.